0: Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today, we're going to talk about how to set aggressive but realistic growth goals. We'll do that in just seven minutes with Daryl Amy. Daryl is passionate about helping great kingdom-minded companies grow revenue. He's the author of a best-selling book called Revenue Growth Engine, How to Align Sales and Marketing to Drive, Accelerate Growth. In addition to his work helping businesses grow, he's the co-founder of Kingdom Missions Fund and the executive director of Man Alive Expedition. As As a revenue growth strategist, he enjoys getting behind the scenes, rolling up his sleeves, and helping company owners, sales leaders, and marketing teams build revenue, grow strategies, so they can maximize their impact. Daryl, I'm looking forward to hearing how in the world you
1: do all of that. Uh, me, I'm, I'm excited to be here, Bill. Thank you. So who's uh, your ideal client? I enjoy working with B2B companies that have sales teams. And uh, that space of B2B, going out, driving revenue with, uh, with sales teams is where I thrive. So
0: driving revenue certainly would be a nice goal, but what's the problem these people
1: have, uh, Daryl, that you solve for them? One of the biggest problems uh, that I find companies have is setting what I call aggressive but realistic growth goals. You know, growth goals um, are really tough for a lot of companies, especially right now as we're coming out of, you know, a couple years of years of turbulence, Um a lot of companies have unrealistic growth goals, and you know this because you get halfway through the year and you're not hitting the goal, and you know then someone at the table goes, "Well, that wasn't a realistic growth goal to begin with, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, okay, that's not a great way to run the business and so i um I think it's really, really critical that businesses get uh very competent at setting goals that their team believes in so um
0: our listeners that hear what you said, you know, they're business owners, maybe they're a sales manager or maybe they're somebody else that's involved with revenue growth. And they're thinking, yeah, that makes all sense. But well, what sort of feelings or emotions are going inside somebody that might give them a signal, right brain signal
1: that would cause them to reach out and talk to Daryl Amy? Well, I think uh, a couple of things. First of all, we're just we're not growing. Growth is flatlined. There's this sense inside that we should be doing more. We've got this great company. There's great opportunity right now. How come you know our growth just seems to be this straight line? Um, there's this gut feeling that we should be able to do more. And, and the answer is yeah, absolutely. Most companies can do more when they get strategic about um, thinking about how they're going to fuel that growth. Uh, The other thing too is just a feeling of frustration um, of looking, you know, here we are. um, We're, you know, one quarter into the year, as this is being recorded um, you're looking back over your first quarter's results and you're going, you know, how come we didn't get a faster start to this year? I know our team can do better. And to me, that's an indication that um, if you're feeling that tension and that frustration, that it may be time to take a look at the systems that are driving your revenue growth or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Now you've kind of touched on, on one of the answers
0: here and that is crossing off your goal. Cause it was unrealistic. What are the other mistakes, uh, Daryl, that you see uh, business owners, sales managers making time after time, after time?
1: Yeah, absolutely. When you think about, uh, about hitting your goals and, and, uh, when it comes to setting these growth goals let 's just dive into that a little bit more and the mistakes people make one One bill is uh, I see this all the time as we 're working with companies helping them develop revenue growth strategies uh, When it comes to the goals we 'll see companies some of them have just done the spaghetti on the wall method right <laughs> and and I mean we laugh at that, but it 's very realistic we 're sitting around going, "What do you think we can do and uh, you know visionaries like me, I like to throw the spaghetti really high on the wall. Um, More conservative people throw it low. There's no real science behind that. Uh, Other companies are a little more uh, conservative in how they set goals. I call it the ruler method. So we're going to take a look at what we've done over the last couple of years and put the ruler on it and then kind of set our goal based on that. Here's the problem. We just went through two years of mass uh, chaos, right? So some companies, if you're selling plexiglass or personal protective equipment, you know your ruler is pointing are uh, almost straight up because you had an unrealistically good year that would be hard to replicate. Others, you know, maybe the last couple of years have been bad. The ruler method is not working really well right now. So I say let's let's look at the two drivers of growth: net new business and cross sell revenue. Net new: how many new clients can we bring on board? And cross sell. What can we do? What processes can we put in place to increase our revenue per client? If we can set goals at that level, so let's say you have a thousand customers now, you get around the table and go, you know what? If the right process is in place, we could get to 1,200. All right, that's your goal for net new. Then you look at your revenue per customer. What's that? Well, it's total revenue divided by number of customers. And you go, well, if our revenue per customer is, uh, let's say, $1,000 per customer right now, if we were able to put the right systems and processes in place, could we get that up from 1,000 to 1,300? 1, okay, take that those two numbers and multiply them together, your number of customer goal and your revenue per customer goal, and now you've got what I call an aggressive but realistic goal. It's realistic because it's based on some tangible, um, tangible numbers. And usually you're going to find it's aggressive because when you get net new and cross-sell going at the same time, you move from linear growth to exponential growth. And that's where you start to get the exhilaration and the feeling of going, okay, I knew we could do this. And it's fun to see that start to materialize.
0: So My fifth question was almost what you've already answered. And I was going to ask you, what is one valuable action that our listeners can take in free? And, and you just told us a methodology of uh, of this, of, of changing from ruler, if you will, to right. compound. But, yes. Uh, so, is is there another valuable action that our listeners can take that would, would help them along this path of solving this growth uh, goal setting problem once and forever?
1: Yeah. Now, the second thing is if you want to compound net new and cross sell, you need to have the types of clients that can buy everything that you offer. Uh, I call those ideal clients and an ideal client is somebody that needs everything that you sell, not just one and done, but the type of client that can keep coming back for your entire portfolio. And ultimately they're the type of client that aligns with your company values that they're going to stick around. They like you, you like them. If we want to accelerate growth, we need the type of clients that that are not going to be the one and done that are going to be the type of clients that we can, uh, cross-sell too. So I think ideal clients are really, really important. And uh, by the way, if your listeners will text the word revenue to 21,000, they'll find a couple of things. They'll find a spreadsheet, a really simple tool where you can use that to set those exponential, aggressive, but realistic goals. They'll also find um, a, a guide to help you get clarity on your ideal client profile because those two things, the right goals, and then the right clients to help you hit those goals are the key ingredients for accelerating growth.
0: You're like a little bit of a magician. So I'm going to ask you for one <laughs> valuable action you give me to. Then I'm next going to ask you about a, a free gift. And you've already given one on this text thing to 21,000, the word? Revenue. Revenue. That's so right. now I'm going to ask you, what sort of a free gift do you have for people? And where would they go on your website? Get their
1: hands on it. Well, as you mentioned at the beginning, I'm passionate about helping generous leaders grow their business and have an impact in the world. So I wrote a book called Revenue Growth Engine. Um, You can get it on Amazon or you can text the word revenue to 21000 and get instant access to the audio version Um, as well. If you want a printed copy, I'll sign it on the way out the door. Just pay shipping and handling. But uh, revenue to 21000, you'll get access to our toolkit and also uh, the opportunity to get access to a book full of ideas and strategies to help you accelerate your growth. Plus you have a URL as well. Yeah. Revenuegrowthengine.net slash book. Uh, Revenuegrowthengine.net slash book. Fantastic. Fantastic. God, I love, I'm going to keep talking to you. You're just going to flood people with <laughs>
0: beautiful stuff. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Look, I uh, brought you on the show. I told you I'd ask you seven questions in seven minutes. I only asked six. Didn't think of a seventh. So what question were you waiting for me to ask you, Daryl? And what's the answer to that seventh question?
1: Well, I think a great question is, you know, what's holding a lot of businesses back? You know, what is, what is uh, the thing that's causing you to feel that frustration? And you're like, well, I knew we could do better. Um, and I believe it's, it's having the right Processes in place. You know, a lot of businesses and the types of businesses that you and I work with, B two B businesses, sales teams that are out there, they're like they're they're moving down the road, but they're kind of like an engine that's not firing on all cylinders, right? You know that you've been in a vehicle or a, uh, that that you just go, this isn't right there. And and what I've discovered, Bill, is there's a lot. Most businesses we look at, they've got a lot of the right things in place from a marketing perspective and a sales perspective, but there's massive things missing. And when I wrote Revenue Growth Engine, the whole mindset was, well, what are all the cylinders that need to be in place for a business to not only drive net new business, but also to drive cross-sell revenue? And so, you know, if if you're looking and going, how do I make all of this work? What I encourage you to do is grab a copy of the book and kind of use that as a blueprint and lay your business over it or lay it over your business and go okay well what's missing here what are the pieces to my marketing and sales strategy that i could put in place that would help this engine get firing on all cylinders because as we have said at the beginning you know generous business owners uh, we're the ones out we're making an impact in the world we're creating meaningful work we're giving back to good causes and uh, i believe that you need to accelerate your growth so that you can have more of an impact and uh, I hope Revenue Growth Engine will be a template that you can lay over your business and go, okay, what could we do to get this thing optimized so we could accelerate our growth and have more impact?
0: Beautiful. Thank you very much. I enjoyed having you on the show. I know our listeners enjoyed listening to you. So thanks for sharing your wisdom with us, uh, Daryl. You're welcome. So everybody, look, in closing, let's focus on a single fact. And Daryl couldn't have put a finer point on this businesses our business do not become extraordinary in a single moment instead they get there as a result of the owner first learning and then applying having the right mindset of a dedication to a system of management and number three leveraging high performance themes so thanks for listening to us daryl amy thanks for sharing your time with us again
1: my pleasure bill